Hey, forget the intro. We'll just do it live. A show that needs no introduction. That's how I feel. <laughs> it's Thursday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? Oh, I, I, I know. I, I know. What's that mean, Van? Pick me. Pick me. Van, Van what does that mean? Hey, the boys are here. Hey, the boys are here. The boys are here. I am Fred Slow. I'll be alongside you for the next two hours of your evening as we take you up to Thursday Night Football. We are excited to do so. Thank you for being a friend of the show. Van is here. Oh, that's good. Okay, Van's here, guys. Look who's back. My apologies, yeah. Albuquerque. I got caught slipping. I caught a bug, the, and I was out for three uh, days. Is the bug called the World Series it's, bug? It's not the Corvids. I ain't got the Corvids. <laughs> the so, World but Series I did get a bug. bug. So because Van had been out with the World Series bug, I had gone to the well of talent that is in my friend group here in town, and I called <laughs> one Michael Conforte, owner, part owner, co-owner, operating manager, face of, voice of, presence of, the Library Bar and Grill downtown. Yeah. There we go. Michael, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Fred. Uh, uh, short-time friend, but uh, sh- even shorter-time friend of the show. It's your first time on. It is. It's my first time in the building, as oh, a matter of fact. Welcome. Welcome Ooh. to the – do we have uh, – talk can we pop a beer for this moment? Like, yeah, what's going on here? Come on, guy. Michael, figure it drop out. when you need it. There it is. All right, so moving forward for at least the next two hours of this program, Michael Conforte, Mike Conforte of the like library. The, he's throwing that little – Midwest Tay on there. You don't like that? Uh, I don't know. I feel like tea? it's... You want to go tea? Conforti is fine. All right, I, thanks for fancying it up for me, though. Well, I, uh, Dirté. You were thinking of New York Mets right fielder Michael Conforto. Ah. Yeah. You were splitting the difference. And for the remainder of this one, Mike Vital will just be Vital, which is not my go-to. <laughs> but you are the one spinning the disc in the back. How are you, Vital? Doing well, and uh, the Astros look pretty good to see Van to come back. Is that true, Van? Do they well, look good? You took time off to watch. They they won game two, and I magically got well the next day. What are the chances? Hmm. Do you have the game on at the library? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that little East Coast bias coming out? That's not a little <laughs> East Coast bias, no. I, I, I think God is a Houston fan because their road to the World Series was so easy that it's just it, – it bothers me that there's no such thing as karma. I've given up that karma is a real thing. I love this take. Well, is, your I mean, boy, White Sox. Yeah. Wait, wait two Sox. more years, you're going to figure out how we cheated again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to find out how we cheated this time to oh, get this far. Oh, look at that. He doesn't think it ever happened. Michael. We wouldn't be there without it, so <laughs> definitely cheat it again. Embrace it. Connect with the program today on the Kwan's Auto Care Hotline, 505-246-0610. Obviously, we got a full studio, so text the program. Text your boys, 505-246-0610. You text us, we'll text you. Michael Conforti here. Uh, you may be familiar with he because you for years you were over on a competitor. You were over on KISS doing stuff. I was, I was. Still maybe someday, but yeah, I did five years over there on the morning show. How was that? Was that good? You like waking up early? You got that kind of energy? Waking up at four in the morning when you go to bed at three in the morning, yeah. you take a nap. You get it in your head, I'm taking a nap, I'm not going to bed. Yes. And then you just sleep for 45 minutes, get up and <laughs> talk about, you know, the Kardashians, because <laughs> that's, nice. that's kind of that demo. Well, you're going you're gonna to fit in great with this show. <laughs> yeah. We got a good program today. Obviously, we're going to talk about a lot about the library and our our friend, our new friend of the show, Mike. We're going to talk a lot about the World Series. Uh, there's a bear attack alert. There is a freaking bear attack alert. Save it. I'm going to save it. <laughs> but make sure you're tuned in for that. Uh, Coach Danny Gonzalez of your UNM Lobo football team will be joining us at five o'clock. We're going to talk about the big win, and I'm just going to repeat the words Isaiah Chavez over and over. Oh, are you referring to undefeated Lobo legend? 
Isaiah Chavez. Isaiah Chavez. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. We're going to put some respect on that man's name. He's undefeated. We're going to preview and predict Thursday night football because Vital and Van are both huge Green Bay fans. So get ready for surprise picks there. You want to do it against the spread or you want to do it straight up? Straight up. Okay. So we're going to do straight up picks. And then uh, what are we determined to be today's varsity to wrap out the program? How's downtown business right now? How are, are places reopen? Is the world back alive downtown? How's Albuquerque thriving post-COVID? It's booming down there. Is it? We just had the best three months we've ever had. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And that's because of your sole effort of cleaning the windows every day and putting out the right. Yeah, it's solely up to me. It's, yeah. it's due to my diligence and hard work that's completely. <laughs> yeah. There's some staff there, too. They pitch in. Selfless you are. Yeah, no, I give. Hey, Aaron, he's down there doing the best that he can do. <laughs> yeah, it's small town. Didn't know there was some jealousy fight I heard about earlier. That, one of my bartenders. And years Fred. old. It's years old. He it's won out. the bridge. He won out. He did. The better got... man. <laughs> the violinist was the prize. I deserve that. Inside you, you, info. You do everything there. Like you, you walked into the studio. You had your kitchen apron on. You had your manager. Uh, spreadsheet out no slip tennis you had your, shoes your bouncer mace on you bear you, mace you got all of yeah thanks <laughs> need that yeah. for a bear attack that yeah. we're going to talk about you here. never know <laughs> a little bit michael conforti of the library which is downtown which i guess did you successfully shut down downtown wednesday through sunday was that you i yes i did <laughs> i i requested that the city uh closed down the streets for me and uh they were nice enough to oblige you just called tim you just say hey tim i got this idea i said tim it's mike <laughs> i need some stuff done asap the way yeah. you just did it sounded like an m&m letter to stan <laughs> yo tk <laughs> holla <laughs> have you been seriously van have you been down you live downtown right I live downtown so i art walk aside which by the way i love i don't know like if if friend of the show hasn't experienced art walk yet Go do that. Does it go through the winter? I think it does. They were not going to go through the winter, but it's been so successful. They're going to just see if people brave the elements, and they're going to keep it going year-round. All right. All right. Uh, spoiler alert, they will. Yeah. Yeah, they absolutely will. I hope so. Uh, I like the art. But it's yeah. like, so what? It's like Wednesday through Sunday in the evening. Is that right, or am I just close? Is that not right? You're shutting down hours? the streets. No, yeah. It's Wednesday through Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sunday is still a um, cruiser's delight. But they, actually, they do close it down on Sundays most of the time. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was close. Yeah. I thought I was close. No, you know you're downtown. I'm, I'm anti-closing it on Sunday. I you, like the cruise. I'm anti-stabbings, but I'm pro-cruising. Well, yeah, so that's kind of an oxymoron. But. Yeah, what are you doing there? <laughs> well, they tried to shut it down because of the stabbing. Just like a singular lone stabbing? Yeah, just one just one stabbing. But it was well, shooting. Not even multiple <laughs> stabbings. Well, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Oh. After, be fair. Thank you, Michael. After John Jones didn't get shut down for like... Just shooting guns off in the air during COVID. Yeah. I feel hey, like he was allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. He was fighting the graffiti problem, though, during COVID. So Ooh, that's true. I figure he's square. He's even. What is the graffiti problem? Uh, just during COVID, some people were, you know, painting buildings and doing a little bit of um, vandalism, and he stepped in. Was it vandalism or renovation? It depends how you look at it. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. I'm an art fan. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of fun today. Uh, obviously, a lot of World Series talk. Van, your Houston Astros are not as bad as I thought they were. Oh, did you overreact after game one? That's so unlike you, Fred. <laughs> Whenever I correctly and prominently announced that Solaire would hit a leadoff home run one and a half hours before the program before the first pitch of the World Series, I don't encouraging believe friend of the – Vital, pull up audio. Vital, can you pull up the audio? I don't believe it. 
by Canal. Can you pull that up, please? Because it doesn't exist. Where It does exist. Where I told a friend of the show to go down to Route 66 Casino, put $100 down at the sports book because it was 400 to 1 for Solaire, who was getting a leadoff opportunity. Actually, it does. Yeah, no, I can't I can't get to it now. But the thing is, he did say that, man. And you find it. Uh, find all of our social media at TalkABQ. Subscribe to the podcast on Stitcher or Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your stuff. Because I did. Vital, I don't believe you. Is, <laughs> is Ashton Kutcher going to jump out? Am I being punked right now? Did Fred get something correct for once? Oh, that's all I'm saying. Because you get it. Because you take a Rosario out, who is a world beater, and you put in this kid, and of course he's going to try to prove his spot. And I know how human mentality works. If there's free subs in the break room, you go get a free sub. This was his opportunity to hit a to hit a dinger boy. You know what's weird? What's that guy? I felt it too. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it too. I was like, Framber, <laughs> the unhittable Framber Valdez. Yes. Was breathing heavy. He had that fearful look in his eye, and he's usually a stone cold killer out there on the map. The lights were bright. I was like, "Oh, he's about to get shelled." Yeah, I was like, "Oh no!" Well, he didn't know what to do after a three and a half minute national anthem, and then a five and a half minute commercial break, and then he warmed up twenty minutes earlier. Yeah, what can you do in that situation? Can't do anything. Can't do anything. Just come in cold. Yeah, anything they can do. Anything. Well, well, and poor Mike. Like none of his New York teams are even close to the World Series. Plenty of World Series after this, but yeah. Astro, I kind of expected them to lose game one. Astros have been in the World Series four times. Four times they have lost game one. You, your stats oh, guy now? Stat. Nah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Stat. We're going yeah. back to like the, well, the, the Pettit Astros. and the, the, All of the Astros. Yeah. yeah. The Nolan Ryan Astros that never won a World Series? Yeah. They came close not, to getting to one. The 05 Astros. Those were the steroid Astros, not the trash can Astros. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 05. Different sheet. Bagwell Astros. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The bees and Killer Pettit. Bees. And yeah. That's when they rented Clemens, Clemens. and Pettit from yeah. Yankees. Pumped them full of a bunch of drugs. They were like balloons. Yeah. Big Puma played center field. They were like, Roger Clemens used to be like a cartoon character of his own face. <laughs> it's like, like when you go to like. Oh, like at the Rocky Horror Picture Show that we're going to throw this on Saturday night Saturday. at the Lobo Theater. Yeah, we're going to have a character artist there. Yeah, caricature. Caricatures. So if you're going to draw a caricature of Roger Clemens in the 80s, it would look like Roger Clemens in the 2000s with the big fat face yeah. and the tiny neck and the smaller shoulders. Barry Bonds did that same thing. Life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, where he went from like seven and like a quarter to like eight and three eighths. Yes, they do, they do not make that much gum that you have to chew for your face to get that big. Yeah. Now, caricature artist meaning like what you see at the county fair where the, okay. you'd sit there Correct. and someone yes. would draw you. Okay. Yes. Just wanted to make sure. And as, well, because we have a caricature artist at the Rocky Horror, so you can get an individual caricature. Yeah. And that's fine, but I say do it with a friend. I agree. Yeah. yeah. You're going to double up. Or draw me and Roger Clemens together. It's from what? Memory? Yeah. You 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 pull up a picture on your cell phone and give it to the artist. They do this. Yeah. <laughs> Have me holding a a pack of Big Chew. Yeah, me but this. <laughs> I would like to give you twenty dollars for this. Yeah, that's the presentation. No, I don't have. draw me. Just draw this. Let's grab a break when we get back. More Mike Conforti of the Library and World Series talk. You listen to ABQ Central on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Runners lead off first and second. The one one to Maldonado. And that's a ground ball through the left side, a base hit on his way to third. Guriel, he's around third and coming home. The throw goes toward third. As Siri gets there, the ball gets away. Guriel scores, Siri coming home, and he will score as well. Maldonado goes to second, and the Astros lead 4-1. to one. Here's the 2-2. Two -two. 
Curveball, and that's hit through the right side for a base hit. Maldonado claps his hands as he comes home. Brantley comes through with an RBI single, and it's 5-1 to one Astros. Me or you? Oh, me? Go ahead. I guess I'll welcome everyone back to the program, including Van, who took the last two days off to watch the World Series because he, for five minutes, lived in Houston <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> Vital, I was super sick, and I know you believe me. I was running a fever. I'm glad you're back. Shooting snot rockets every time I took a deep <laughs> breath. So that first highlight you played where Maldonado got the single and Rosario threw it to a third baseman list third base. You know MLB has all the crazy stats. Okay. All right? Yeah. Here we go. I got a new Thank stat you. for you, Vital. Are you ready? When Eddie Rosario threw it to third base and there was no third baseman there, that is a next-generation stat, and that's called a fart slam. What? Okay. What? That's not a real thing. <laughs> that's not real. <laughs> it's called a fart slam. Okay. I'm looking. And that's an thing. acronym for fielder allows runner to score like a moron. It's called a <laughs> fart slam. Wow. Is that a Reddit joke? Did you steal a Reddit joke? It's it's. He was clearly reading. It's on the it's on the <laughs> same uh, same vein as a toot blam. You know a toot blam. Go ahead. <laughs> Thrown out on the base paths like a nincompoop. That, okay. Wow. If that's off the top of your head, that angers me. Yeah. Because you took. No, I know all these stats. You right? took two days of doing nothing except watching World Series baseball, and that's the material <laughs> you come back with. Yes, exactly that. Fart slam. Wow. Eddie Rosario committed the first fart slam of the World Series. Mike, they, they were aggressive on the base pass. Is that what the Astros usually do? Because I didn't see that in game one in this one. They were real aggressive. They came out. Well, Vital, I don't mind telling you. Oh. <laughs> just softballing them right yeah. Wax philosophic. Go ahead. Astros do not steal a lot of bases per se, although they do have a couple fast runners. They are aggressive first to third, first to home, second to home, but as a injury preventative measure. Why don't you just say base to base? Organizational wide, they don't steal a lot of bases, but they are aggressive going first first. I saw that first last home, night. Second home. And your seven, eight, nine hitters all got RBIs. Go figure there. That was massive. Maldonado. I would like for you to name a better six and seven hitter than the Astros six and seven hitters. No one has one. I would say Mariah Carey's sixth hit was pretty good. <laughs> I would say her seventh hit also was a chart topper. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Mariah Carey. Hit her. Oh, sorry. Hit okay. her. Sorry. Oh. Okay. So is that a Mike Tyson joke? Is that? Actually, Steely Dan's Asia. There you go. The, Thank you. The, se the sixth and seventh track are very yeah. strong. And a Steely Dan fan? Oh, it just never stops. I I'm not, actually. Oh, I thanks. Just, I just drew that one out of nowhere. <laughs> well done. For the, <laughs> for the friends of the show that are just now joining us, Mike Conforti, co-owner of the Library Bar and Grill downtown, hates Van as much as I do. Van's lovely. His Get taste in, in baseball. Just hey, in look, music. I was born. I was born in Houston. I lived in Houston the first 11 years of my life. You're going Lady Gaga? You I just born this way? grew up watching these guys, so I keep my allegiance. You know, I had a funny conversation with my mailman literally today. Look at you so down he to was, earth. He what was year wearing, is it? He was wearing... His milkman just left. and yeah. It was wearing an Atlanta Braves hat, so I went and was like, hey, good luck in the series, buddy. It was actually, though, an Albuquerque Academy hat, and you were confused. <laughs> what? He's an Atlanta Braves fan. And I was like, hey, man, I hate to break it to you, but we got beef. 
you know, I'm from Houston and right. blah, blah, blah. But, but, before, but before I, like, made myself an Astros apologist, which I always have to do when I say I'm an Astros fan. Otherwise, fighting words. I always drop the joke to people that, like, yeah, I never really cared for the Astros until they started cheating. And then I became a big fan. Icebreaker, though. Well done. Yeah, yeah. You know, embrace it. Double down. It's like they're trying so hard. Why don't you want to root for these guys? Yeah, tr- I mean, that's true. Ingenuity and trash cans, that's yeah. a lot of work. You now really care. Now you find your parcel in the yeah. trash can. That's that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, last, uh, yesterday on the program, we were talking about how much I hate volunteer firefighters because you know how I feel about volunteer firefighters. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. They're, the entire yeah. existence of them as a profession makes no sense to me. It's, Cla- a, gla- it's a glamour move. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's a chick- clout, clout chaser. Yeah. Yeah, they want to yeah. get in that calendar. Correct. They want to have special emojis on their Snapchats. I get it. Mm-hmm. America's so, heroes. Recommended to us on the texter, 505-246-0610, that Michael should be a volunteer mailman because Michael, like not Conforti, Michael... Vital so very much enjoys like long leisurely walks and like interact like brief interactions with strangers. Yeah. So I think you'd be an excellent volunteer mailman. And dogs, dogs love him. Is that true? Yeah, but nobody dogs love me. Dogs and kids. But the thing is, is that I'll wear my brewer's cap and I won't get offended, or no one will say anything about. Because they won't everyone feel sorry for you. Yeah, you're harmless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Not harmless last night was Jose Altuve as he finally decided to wake up and he was the only Astro with multiple hits, but somehow they still put seven on the board. The weirdest seven runs ever produced in a baseball game. Like just, it's a, we, we, okay, we'll get RBIs, I guess, but guys are taking extra bases. There's people in the scoring position that shouldn't be there. It's like the Braves for a second were like, we'll, okay, we'll let you have one at home. Why would they let them have one at home? Well, they have to. No, they don't. They're too good. The lineup is too good, top to bottom, and it was kind of weird the way they scored. I'm telling you, there was because everyone who got on base scored. Yes, they did not waste yeah, anything. Exactly. They did not waste any runs whatsoever, and and Max Freed, except for when they got a four spot hung up on him, which wasn't completely his fault because of what uh, uh, implication the fart slam. Uh, Thank <laughs> you very much. You're, I'm listening because of the, because of the <laughs> fart slam. He pitched a very good game. Except for the inning of the fart slam and the, the four base hit. I was happy that the game was only three hours and 15 minutes as opposed to four hours and 25 minutes. Yeah, right. Minutes. They must have hurt us yesterday. Ugh. It's agonizing. It's agonizing. Yeah, you got to watch out. Once, for what? Once Jose Altuve gets going and then Alex Bregman is in a slump once he gets going. I mean, there's, there's no pitchers that can stop this lineup. You have to contain them and score more runs. They literally were striking out to a guy with a broken leg two nights ago, so don't tell me how great this team is. <laughs> okay, a strikeout. <laughs> a strikeout. If you only face three guys and you have a broken leg while you're facing those three guys and all three of those guys get out, that doesn't speak well for the guys at bat. Yeah, okay, and a guy with one arm <laughs> through a no-hitter. The bar is low. I mean, that's a good Yankees reference right there. Yeah, that'd be so. Jim Abbott right yeah, there. Yeah, he had the arm still, just missing some digits on okay. the hand. But. A guy with one and a half arm <laughs> to a no-hitter. Today's varsity is the varsity of athletes with physical impediment, okay? Oh, there we go. That's so, niche. You're yeah. going very niche. Yeah, yeah, no, that wasn't right? what I was hoping for. I thought, I thought you <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd take it easy on Mike his first time on the show. Nope. Three finger Mordecai Brown. <laughs> it's, Let me that's just the guy. You're gonna ruin the list already? We're saving three, it for the final three fingers McGinty. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> How do you like I like I one time had a person in my life that only had three fingers, like and she was very nice, but like things are difficult. Like, yeah. how, how do you even text? Oh, 
Pinkies. Way, way to get to the bottom of it. Pinkies. I mean, swipe. It's called swipe. You got swipe. You just use the one. No one does that. I swipe. Oh, are you messing with me right now? I'm from the future. Like, all right, for the list. In the, the future, of the show, we all swipe, Fred. We don't take our time and waste all day Mike. hitting individual <laughs> letters like some buffoon. Van still has an Android phone. Are you familiar with these? I've never been a fan. Yes, I am familiar. At least he doesn't have a BlackBerry. It's a pixel. If hey, it, choose, choose your words wisely, okay? Because <laughs> I was thinking about switching to Apple just because my co-host and best friend, Fred Slow, has an Apple. My girlfriend has an Apple. My daughter has an Apple. Everyone so now I'm, does. Now I'm freaking surrounded by all these sycophants. Are you familiar with peer pressure? Google sycophants. I like the droids. Whoa. Oh, look at that. See? This it, is... This is the kind of opposition I face regularly on this program. <laughs> Google, pic- Google Pixel's Team a up. better phone. Then what? The Apple iPhone. No, it is not. The that Android is- phone is better. At what? See? At taking pictures. <laughs> taking pictures, yeah, texting, pictures accessing better. email, yep. remembering the things you've done. No, I don't think it's user-friendly. No. No. It's not user-friendly, but it takes a heck of a picture. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. It's where it ends. It's the name of it is a Pixel. Of course it takes good pictures. It's in the name. From the texter, Apple all day. Yes, obviously. Thank you, texter. Everybody but me. And that came up in a blue bubble on my phone, so that makes perfect sense because uh, that's Apple to Apple. Yeah, quick. More World Series talk. after. Are we at the break? Well, I don't though? need an Apple because I, I have an yeah, individual, the, unique break. personality, so I don't have to live through my phone in the Apple cult. Oh, look at this. People love to be so special. Text the program on the 505-246-0610 text line and just let us know. If it's why it's okay to be a fanboy, because Van is so afraid of being accepted by others. By the way, Grandma, call in and tell these guys that I am special. Uh, <laughs> she told me when I was a kid, and I believed her, you jerk. ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program. Mike Conforti is with us. Happy to be here. Thank you. We're having a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> Laughing a lot. We, uh... So we actually only first connected with you, Mike, uh, a couple weeks ago. We were doing an event with the Duke City Gladiators. Correct. Yeah, so we were at a friend of the show, Dave and Buster's. Right. And we were uh, laughing it up, cutting it up. And obviously, like so often happens to me, you were like, you're like, who's that? Like, look at that tall, handsome guy over there that everyone's flocking to for attention. Yeah, no, that was me. And you came over to catch the shine. And then, <laughs> and now here you are in the building. Uh, what's going on at the library, though? What's, what's new? What You said it's the best three months ever. What's made it the best three months? Uh, monies. Yeah. Mostly the monies. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think it, I will say this not to get too corny, but we're kind of the friendly neighborhood club. Yeah. Which is kind of not a typical thing. Clubs are usually known for being kind of cold and just sort of, you know, distant in that way. But we made of wood. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So we're more kind of, we know your name. We're friendly. We, we remember your drink. So People are happy to see us and want to, oh, I miss you guys kind of vibe. Yeah. So we've been basking in that advantage, I guess you'd say, where people are just coming home again. So we've been getting hit with that. So tell us about the pivot from a full restaurant bar to more of a club atmosphere. Yeah, Because it, I, I know the library as the cool restaurant bar. Go watch sports, special events. Like what, What's the big uh, pivot? Yeah, I mean, for us, it's been an interesting change. For seven, I've been there 17 years, and we were a, a, a full restaurant with opening up at 10, 11 in the morning, serving food till midnight on some days. Uh, it's, it's honestly a decision. It was a smart decision considering what's going on out there. I mean, the dynamics have just been made very difficult by the supply chain, 
uh, chain problems, by uh, the fact that um, so many things are unavailable. Employees, especially ones who work in kitchens, don't seem to be too uh, excited to come back to work. So restaurants all over the country are facing these challenges where they can't fulfill regular hours. They're closing at the drop of a dime unexpectedly and can't keep consistency and I mean, I'll talk to my food purveyor all the time, and he'll be like, yeah, those wings, you guys, that were your most popular item, they're still not available. Right. You can't get them. So looking at how you traverse all that and figure out, okay, we're going to be out of stuff half the time. We might be short-staffed and have to apologize for ticket times and how long the food takes. It's a commonality right now in the restaurant game, and we were like, hey, how about we just, for now, table the restaurant, concentrate on the club part, and just wait to see where the tide takes us. Live DJs, live music, what's the, like, what's the environment? Right now, we've just been doing the live DJs. We've done tons of uh, bands and live music in the past, and yeah. we'll probably return to doing that, special events, weekends, Sundays. We've done all of that. So right now, we just keep it simple, stupid. I mean, we've only been open three months. Yeah. So it's just club nights, just keep the, you know, keep the, the uh, financial obligation low and just, you know, keep it safe and just kind of dip our foot in the water i okay. guess so i'll ask the pressing question that, oh, okay. that every fan of the library wants to know yes you still have the librarians right that's we, a good question yeah no that that's that's a great question we do right. the librarians all came back and they looked uh, better than ever yeah we don't we don't have the window open but you could have heard a collective sigh of yeah, relief yeah was. all across albuquerque yeah. yeah when i say we're popular and people wanted to come back and see us that's what you meant sure. kind of what i was getting at sure sure the, you were talking about the supply chain stuff. That's that affected Major League Baseball. So you were talking about how restaurant restaurants are struggling to get like, I don't know, for what, farmers aren't growing as many chickens. I have no idea. But <laughs> um, but Major League Baseball they have the World Series currently, right? So jerseys historically have gotten a World Series patch, right? Well, anyways, you may have noticed there haven't been World Series patches on jerseys because there's literally supply chain issues. Like they, I guess they were ordered at whatever time you would order that traditionally, and they're sitting in like a like a on a tanker or freight, yeah, in San Diego with not enough forklifts to unload this thing or however it works because I I'm not smart in the world of logistics, but yeah, it's like it affects everything. It's amazing. If MLB couldn't come up with a solution, I'm glad I didn't try to tackle this puzzle. Oh, you know, right now. If they can't get patches, you think you're gonna get chicken wings? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot more complicated on my side. You don't have Rob Manfred money. You can't just go out there and. And say, hey, let's make this happen. Because he couldn't do it. Yeah, no. But he's a, he's an interesting cat anyway. You don't even know what container it's on, right? Because I feel like that's how shipping works. Like, you don't know what is coming until you get until it. Until it gets off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like hoarders. You just open it up and, oh, look what we have here. You know what I mean? Your, your boy the other day sold all those Teslas. Uh-huh. Uh, Elon Musk. He, how was he my boy all of a sudden? Well, I mean, as far as... Because I have a Prius? Well, you have an Android. <laughs> I thought <laughs> that was the same. Ah, uh, okay. Is it Making different? more sense. I don't know. It's just how are you going to get Tesla's places. Sure. That's what I'm trying to say. That's all I want to know. World Series baseball. <laughs> you know, I, I heard a fun tidbit. <laughs> Go. From a, our friend Doug at 99.5. Yeah, who I love. Right down the hall. Yeah. Said that with that sale of all those Teslas, Elon Musk's wealth is now up to a point that he can buy every team in football, baseball, and basketball on the North American continent. So Elon Musk can own every professional sports league right now. He's got so much money. NFL? Yes, and can, the NFL. He can own every single team in North American professional sports. So are you familiar with Hertz Bottom? Did you see all this? Yeah, well, that made him the richest man in the world, that deal. Put him actually top, I think, on Forbes' list. Oh, who knew? I mean, they jockey at that spot, that number one spot, the 
the five richest dudes, but he's number have, one I, right I think now. It's whoever buys the most commercials in the Forbes. It could be. Yeah. Is that how they do? Like Albuquerque yeah. the magazine. Like uh, <laughs> was the business of the year? Welcome. Like Motor Trend <laughs> and like Car World or whatever. It's like one of them always has Ford best truck in the country, and the other one. Who buys more Chevy commercials? Yeah, yeah. Chevy best truck in the country. JD Byrider says exactly. associates. JD Power says Motor Trend and, says. But here's the thing: like of those, none of them will ever pick Tesla because they don't have retail sales. They only have wholes- like wholesale, yeah. which everyone hates, like in the industry. Sure. So that's we just got Tesla here in New Mexico, but it's not on like like state land. It's on like like a reservation. Correct. Because it's because you can do whatever you want. Well, not whatever you want. Yeah. Within reason. Can't grease those palms, though. And if you want to buy right? a Tesla, you have to make reservations, which seems redundant. <laughs> oh, yeah. we'll just leave that. Well, and also, <laughs> I'll show I, myself out. <laughs> I have a reservation about buying a Tesla because I don't want to have to call my father oh, and tell him the life that I currently live. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. So your manly stature would drop if you were yeah. driving something. Are you talking about my white Anglo-Saxon Protestant father from the Midwest if I bought an all-electric Tesla? Yes. Gotcha. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Well, the first time I met you, you said, oh, you're Italian. And I was like, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let me guess where uh-huh. you're from. Yeah. <laughs> a real part of my life. It's, it's a real thing. If it's not toasted raviolis, I don't even know what it is food. Like, that's, that's my understanding of, like, I or Italian food. Is toasted raviolis, and I don't think it's actually. No, that's something white people do because they're too lazy to boil water. Yes, that, there's a lot yeah, of truth to that. It's very true. Fred, <laughs> Vital Fred has never made a lunch suggestion that wasn't sandwiches. Oh, it's my favorite food. He's never like, let's go grab some Indian. How about some Thai today? What about some sushi? He's like, I want a sandwich. Yeah, I'm always. I will eat. Can you have? What about a sandwich? What about a turkey sandwich? We got on Brandon Ortega yesterday about that. I want to go to a place that sells sandwiches. You take me to the same place, Brandon. <laughs> well, because I'm doing – so, Mike, I don't know if you know this. I'm doing no rerun November. Have I told you about this? No. So I'm I'm refusing throughout all of November to do anything I've already done before. Your head's going to explode. Yeah. So I'm not going to, like <laughs> – I'm not going to go to restaurants I've already been to. I'm not going to, like – I'm not going to to rewatch TV shows I've already seen. I'm not going to listen to music I'm familiar with. Like, I'm going no rerun. It's all new stuff. I like that. So I started to like go down the list. I went to like, I opened Yelp and it was like, cause it shows you like new restaurants in town. And I was like, I'm going to all these. This is my plan. So Brand, Brandon Ortega, KOB's very own star of TV and radio, three time right. New Mexico broadcaster of the year. I was like, he's like, let's get lunch yesterday. Let's go to the egg and I, and I'm like, we've been there a hundred times. No, we're like not what? No, like it's no run November, no rerun November. He's like, it's October still. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so much harder for you than staying sober. Yes. <laughs> You trying new things is way harder than you not drinking Bud Light. Yeah, he could cheat, though. I mean, there's a thousand sandwich shops, so he could like be That's completely not, unoriginal. Not, oh, yeah. He's got a different sandwich shop every day. I haven't day. tried Subway on Manal yet. You know. <laughs> well, Jersey Mike's and this one and that one. I well, mean, to be fair, to, to be, be fair. fair, what I could do is just get a different sandwich. Like, that's not a rerun. No, you could just go through a menu, one menu in one restaurant, and it'll take up a month. That's a very smart idea. No, if I'm like, let me get ruin the, it. Let me get the left side, Dave and Buster's. <laughs> you can go to an Italian place and get a meatball <laughs> sandwich. You know, I'll walk right out of this program. I've been carrying this show all week with Van taking personal days for the World Series. I don't need this kind <laughs> of. Not what happened, loyal listener. That is not what happened. I was on my deathbed, and it's not COVID. Thank you for your concern. I had all I had all the loveliest texts and phone calls from friends of the show, participants in the show. You know who I didn't get a get well soon from? This guy right here. I'm pointing at him, Vital. <laughs> Fred said, 
nothing to me the whole time. There's only so much plate. There's only so much space on my plate full of sandwiches. Hey, to add you. <laughs> when when Fred had COVID, I brought him soup and weed. God, did you really? <laughs> edibles. I mean, close enough. Well, because here's Gummy the thing. I was like, oh, are you wow. having body pain? Mike, try these edibles. All right, so here's the thing, Mike. I had severe lower back pain, and I thought it was from, like, being bedridden for, like, weeks with COVID. Sure. Turns out it was kidney failure, uh, and Van was like, well, I think, I like, I met a guy in Winslow, Arizona that told me to take these edibles. <laughs> yeah, process this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> through your organs that are yeah. failing. Van was like, listen, I was at this Trauma One hospital in Winslow. I'm like, there is no Trauma One hospital in Winslow. Like, you're telling a lie. And he's like, no, no, no. It was a nurse who worked at Meteor Crater. And I'm like, where are you coming from? You just drove back from Flagstaff and you're naming places. He, has a, a, he had a bag of dust around his neck that turns into <laughs> Jerry Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> World Series talk when we get back. ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I like how you're whispering off the microphone like you, like it's your first hand radio. Like you don't even know. That, I don't. That's insider stuff. Let people hear. That's why we need a Patreon. We need a Patreon for commercial breaks. You can watch the dynamics of the program. $5 a month unless the line's long. Then I charge a little more. <laughs> so... World Series baseball, no game tonight. Game tomorrow, though. The boys are traveling. Going to Atlanta, where Houston will lose three straight. And this thing will be over. It uh, should, should be over in five, right? No game six. No reason to go to Houston for game six. No World Series next Tuesday. This thing's uh, all but done. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves on becoming World Series champions. I wish that was true. I just don't see it. Greed is good. I just feel like karmically they've actually, like, flipped it over all the way to the other side where it's so bad it's good something like that i don't even understand what's going on full 360 of evil okay. yeah yeah say well good said. night to the bad guy <laughs> what are you doing you doing razor ramon is that what that was that uh, scott hall you know exactly what that was that was oh. awful just like al pacino was yeah exactly from, from the nwo is that what you were doing i was overacting worse than al pacino was in scarface so he nailed it yeah Vital, <laughs> you had from after the game last night the two managers giving some quotes. So let's just hear Dusty Baker blow his own horn. Like I said last night, these guys don't worry. They they didn't, you know, they weren't worried about last night. I mean, some people in this room thought the series is over already after one game, you know, but it's a seven game series. Okay, cool, good math. Here's the thing, Dusty. Couldn't be any closer than 1-1 after two. Nope. <laughs> yeah, so, so what happens here is uh, we each won one yeah. baseball game, and now what, we, what each of us, each of these teams have to do now is we got to win three more to make four total. So yeah. there's, only, there's only seven games altogether, so whoever wins four out of seven first is the, is the champion. Can we please listen to Snicker give some actual <laughs> – can we have him say something actually about the game that isn't just coach speak from I don't have a clue, Dusty Baker? Well, obviously, you want to win two, but if you get out of here with a split, then that's a good thing, going home. Braves country's real. I mean, realistically, you want to win two, but if you can split and get out of here and go home where we've been really good, that, that, that's a very positive, I think, that we're going to go home on tomorrow. You know, our our, uh, our baseball team here, we'd, we'd really rather play at home than on the road. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the results speak for themselves. We win more games at home than on the road. Hey, guess what? Next three games are at home. We're going to win some baseball games at home, so... uh yeah, let's go. If we're, if, okay, guys, if we're playing games at home, we can sleep in our own beds. And I know that sounds like a dynamic you wouldn't think about. But here's the, you get home cooking, 
And when you're at home, <laughs> if you touch home, you score more runs. What is this? What is the hey, point of even put a microphone in their faces? Hey, look, I mean, if, if, if we're in this stadium in Atlanta, we are the Atlanta Braves, and uh, <laughs> the overwhelming majority of the fans at the game will be wearing uh, Atlanta Braves memorabilia, and we're yelling very loud when we do good things. Oh. So we like playing in that stadium. Na- Native Atlantean <laughs> author Blank, he owns the Home Depot. And let me tell you why that's valid here, why we're at home. Because lows can goes. What? Huh? What? What? You'll... There's no point to put a microphone in anyone's face after a game. Period. Period. Yeah. Everyone's so afraid of making a mistake these days. You just want to go with the uh, textbook answers, I think. It's It's boring. It's literally a textbook from grade school math. I don't want to hear this garbage. Give me Coach G's answer. Yes, that's what I want. I want a real coach giving me answers when Coach G. We don't sugarcoat it. Coach Gonzalez joining us in in about eight minutes. But I do love when Coach Gonzalez comes on. He's like, well, I'm going to be honest, Freddie. We don't have the best athletes, but we got kids that work the hardest. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on. Because we can see that. Also, I think it's kind of asinine to have to teach down blocking at this level. I just I feel like you should have that figured out by now. Block down. Yeah. <sighs> Stupid World Series. Stupid Houston Astros accidentally winning a game before the Braves sweep them. <laughs> uh, so the Braves are going to win the World Series 4-0, which is very exciting. It's and, very hard to do considering they've lost a game. Uh, yeah, how do they give one back exactly? Redo. Do over. C- catch them cheating. That's, and this time it don't even matter it. yeah this time actually do something about it well i don't know if you've heard all the whispers yet mike but they've been whistling this time instead of banging on a trash can knew it so <laughs> called it again. what kind of whistling yeah like whenever i had an an older next door neighbor when i lived in an apartment and i got a dog whistle because like she drove me just freaking insane and i would blow it all hours of the day and night so that her dog would go nuts so you're familiar with the whistling noise right like 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 deliverance like yeah. Deegan. Yeah, like a like a whistle, like you know you know the noise that happens at every single baseball game throughout the history of Earth. That noise. You're yeah. talking about basketball. Yeah, they have whistles. Yeah. What is whistle. that? A whistle. Calling it is that like calling calling someone's service dog? It's one a long whistle. whistle you can hear in the background. Yeah, it's one. So it's a short whistle if it's a curveball or a slider, and it's a long whistle if it's a fastball. Is that right, Vital? Yep. Okay, knew it. I'm most familiar with Whistler's mother because I'm a big fan of art. (laughs) For you art enthusiasts. Mike, you won't be back tomorrow, but who you got in tomorrow's game? The Braves and by how much? (laughs) Uh, I'll go uh, Braves 9-2. That seems about right. It seems perfect to me. A complete no-game hitter for the Houston Astros because they're garbage. Yet they score two runs. Well, it's... Walks and errors. You're saying they just walk out on the field and just like throw their hands up, like we're going to lose today. We'll take the day off. Coach Gonzalez, you after you win Atlanta after this break, it's ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and 610, the Sports Animal. All right, so here's a new development on the program. Coach G gets his own intro music. That's the kind of development I want. Sweet, give me that rock and roll. It's like wrestling. We should, I, you know, what we should do moving forward. Like so, like Coach G joins us. What like. Once every every week, sure. We need to start reaching out and be like, "Hey, Danny, like, what's your walkout? Yeah, what's music? your walkout music?" <laughs> All right, moving forward, Coach Gonzalez, what's your walkout music? What do you want when you come on the program? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. I I don't have walkout music as as you see on Saturdays. I let the guys go out. I don't lead them out because it's there. It's about them. It's not about me. So whatever you guys play, I'm good with. All right, you get the kids in the locker room and say, "All right, boys, everyone's taking a vote." 
what is my walkout music for when I'm coming on the show with the boys? See what they say. They, you'll get my. I, I will do that. I will do that. <laughs> and then whatever it is, we'll we'll start you with it every I, time. I already got a feel it's going to end up being Miami Vice. Do 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 do. Coach, big win. Uh, last. Uh, those guys Beverly won't Hills even know Cop. what my oh, advice yeah. is. Beverly Hills Cop. I totally blew that joke. It's the worst joke in the history of all jokes. Coach Gonzalez <laughs> joining us, head coach of your UNM Lobos. The football team is doing something real special right now, Coach. Also joined alongside us, Mike Conforti, so be prepared for a third voice. Coach, uh, big win in Wyoming last weekend. Um, are you the Aaron Rodgers of Wyoming? Do you own them? You know <laughs> That was a that was a great video clip by them. No, we don't own anybody. We're not that we're not good enough yet to say we own anybody. But what we've done over the last two years is uh, we've gone into that game with a five game losing streak and found our way to get out of it. So uh, proud of our guys. It was a team win. They went up there. It's a tough place to play. Now we lucked out. The weather ended up being really nice for late October in Laramie, but our kids were they were focused. They got themselves ready to play, and we had a good outcome. All right, I know loyal listeners patting me on the back right now because you guys came in as 20-point dogs, says Vegas. But little did they know that you have the secret weapon, Mr. Isaiah Chavez, on your team. This kid's undefeated, Coach. Tell, tell us about Isaiah. You know, Isaiah, is uh, he's a team guy. Whether he's playing or not, it doesn't matter to him. He's the same guy on the sideline. He's the same guy in the locker room. He's the same guy on the field. Uh, I mean, he gets himself ready. And he did that again on Saturday. Now, he, he's, uh, he's obviously a winner. He, he won in high school. He's won the three opportunities he's had to play for us. So, you know, um, there's something about the young man that, that obviously a lot of people here in Albuquerque like. I mean, I've said it a couple times. There's a chance if he jumped on that mayoral ballot for Monday uh, ah. for Tuesday, he might win. Yeah. So I'm excited that he's on our football team and he's done a really good job. So whenever you go to coach him up, obviously it's the bye week. When you go to coach him up and you're showing him the film of all of his incomplete passes last week, like you're really diving into him over that 10 of 11 performance. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, that's a really cool deal for him. I mean, he set an all-time record here, and there were some great Stoney Case, Dan Quintana, Rudy Camano. Those were all guys oh, that were good really good cuts, quarterbacks coach. here. But to go 10 for 11 is pretty good. Coach, so you had the second-best defense in the country. And let me tell you about my statistics here. You gave up three points. Somebody else gave up zero. So I consider that the second-best defense in the whole country. <laughs> what, what were the keys to, to stopping those boys, shutting them down? You know, for, for Saturday, you were probably right. I mean, we probably did play good enough to have the second-best defense in the country because – the bottom line is points, right? The number one statistic sure. is don't give up more points than them and you win. Yep. Uh, the, the key to us playing good on Saturday was we didn't give up uh, third down. We were pretty good on third down, three of 12. We got off the field. Uh, we made a big-time third down play on the first drive of the second half on a corner route that was completed. But Tyson Peak, our one of our Wolf safeties, made an outstanding play to punch that ball yep. out. And I thought that changed a whole lot of momentum of the game. I mean, against UTEP, we didn't make that play on a 50-50 ball. And we did on Saturday, and I thought that was huge for the second half. It was another chance to get off the field and get our offense back the ball. And then our offense kept the defense off the field, which when you're on the sideline watching them, they're not getting yards, they're not getting points. So that's pretty good defense in itself. Coach, I know you pretty well. I know it's called an off week. I know you don't take weeks off. What are you doing? You recruiting? You on the social media? You in people's living rooms? Like, what do you do with a week like this? Well, first and foremost, we practice every day uh, so far, and we practice hard. Uh, we've gotten after it. The young guys that aren't playing in games, we've actually scrimmaged to try to develop them a little bit. And then every afternoon this week, 
we've been out around town visiting high school campuses, watching some practices of the local kids. I mean, we'll have a Love couple that. coaches at the uh, El Dorado Clovis game tonight. We'll have a couple coaches at Rio Rancho Cleveland, Belen Las Lunas. I mean, we're going to scour the state over this weekend since we're not playing. I mean, if you want to have a, if you want to be a great coach, you better go find great players. And there's some great players in New Mexico that we need on our team. All right, Coach, whose idea was it to give these boys Halloween off? Was that smart? Was that a uh, friend of the show, Eddie Nunez's idea? Was that you? Are, are you what, what is your, what's your speech to the boys in the locker room? Like, I know it's Halloween, kids. Keep it in the pants. Chill is out. It is? Don't get in trouble. No theme costumes. Is that what you told them, Coach? <laughs> you know, I, I have to thank the Mountain West Conference for scheduling an off week during uh, Halloween. Um, we do do some things that are different around here, and there are certain rights and privileges right now because of COVID and other things that are going on that our kids give up. Um, there was a conversation about what's going <laughs> to take place on Saturday night, and I know how hard it is. I mean, I know what, what happens on college campuses on Halloween because, it, I mean, 20-some years ago I was doing the same thing. So them knuckleheads need to be smart. Um, if we have something happen like before the UTEP game, that could really hurt our chances in the next four weeks. So there's a lot to play for. I think they understand that, and hopefully they'll be responsible and smart. But we talk about it every day, and we'll actually have a team meeting on Saturday night. So all that stuff will take care of itself. Now, Coach, you know that Van and I are producing the Rocky Horror Picture Show over at the Lobo Theater on Saturday night. So if we see any of them boys there, I mean, I'll text you right away, Coach. Like, we'll get on the line about that. No time warp for any of them. That's how I see it. (laughs) Well, you know, Maybe maybe we'll load them up on a bus, go down there, watch your Shoot. show, and then take them home so that they get it out of their system. That, hey, that's the party to be had. Hey, we ain't got a football team worth of tickets left, Coach. <laughs> yeah, it's too tight. <laughs> hey, we got. Oh, yeah, I don't. I believe that. Good for you guys. Hey, we got Coach G plus one. That's that's, it. that's all. That's, that's all we got. So, uh, hey, outstanding. Uh, looking forward to UNLV. Uh, I mean, the record is not what the team is. They they could easily be five and two. Like they they've lost five games by a score. So when you're looking ahead at this team, what do you like? What do you do when you're talking to like Isaiah Chavez? What do you do when you're talking to the offense? Do you, how do you get these guys from from looking past the record and looking at the opponent? I mean, we're a three and five football team that for about three hours owned the longest losing streak in the nation. Right. So we won't look past anybody. Um, we've showed them tape all week. We've actually done some UNLV scout work. They are a very competitive football team. They've had a chance in every game. I mean, they took uh, UTSA down to the wire, who's nationally ranked. Right. Uh, they played very well. The only uh, they've only played one lopsided game, and that was against Iowa State. And Iowa State obviously is a pretty good football team. They just beat Oklahoma State, who was ranked eighth in the country. So they've been very competitive. You you named nailed it on the head. They could very easily be five and two oh, yeah, and in the hunt for a Mountain West Conference championship. Coach, pressing question everyone wants to know. When we got a healthy Terry Wilson, is there a quarterback battle or you already got your dude? You know what? We're going to evaluate. We're always going to evaluate to play the best guy. And obviously, Terry has some skills and does some things that have earned him the starting spot as our quarterback. Um, coaches aren't dumb, and coaches don't play guys just for certain reasons. I mean, I want to win more than anybody. I promise you that. So as we prepare for this game, we're going to play the best quarterback that gives us the best chance to win. So Isaiah's earned his uh, opportunity to play, obviously, and I'm proud of everything he's done. Uh, Terry does some things that obviously give us chances to be successful. Uh, would he have to do some of the stuff that we did Saturday? I mean, I'm sure everybody wants to know, and I'll tell you what, if you show up on November 6th at the University Stadium, you'll that, probably find out. That's what I, that is what I'm talking about. Two more home games this season, and we expect University Stadium to be full of Lobo fans. 
whenever the, your team does return home against UNLV, um, what do you think that reception is going to be? Like, because the fan base right now, Coach, is a buzz. Like, the phone lines that we've received at least all week since the, the Wyoming win has just been of the positive aforementioned. What do you think that is going to be for these kids returning to what is more than likely going to be a fuller stadium than what they've been accustomed to? You know, for for playing in a in front of a, a good sized crowd in November is a heck of a deal around here. Yep. Um, something that our kids have not had, and winning a game, a conference game late in the season, a meaningful game, and still having a lot of things to play for, that obviously incites some people to come on out. And I hope we continue to build something here. I mean, winning obviously solves a lot of things, and obviously winning the game in Wyoming gave a lot of people a positive attitude. Isaiah Chavez playing gave people a positive attitude, but you know what? Show up and we'll have a whole bunch of fun. It really helped against New Mexico State, having a great crowd in there. It, it gives a lot of momentum and a lot of adrenaline to those kids, and it's something that they really haven't had here in a long time. So I'm looking forward to them filling that place up. Coach, you got a stable of really good, talented running backs, but number 22 finally got a taste of the end zone. Uh, is this committee, is Aaron about to start uh, taking a step forward? What do you see out of this kid going forward? Well, I thought that touchdown run was outstanding. I mean, when you can run somebody over as you're going into the end zone, uh, I mean, we tell the guys up front, hey, sometimes you have to block them all just to give us some breathing room up front. But when you don't have to block them all because you've got a running back like him and Bobby Cole Bolt that can run over a guy, it really helps. And I think Aaron has gotten better every week of the season. And being a true freshman, he'll continue to do that. So I'm with you. I mean, I think we're going to continue to give him the ball, uh, the, the hot hand he has. And then give Bobby Cole a lot of credit. What we asked Bobby to do on Saturday against Wyoming was to be a lead blocker most of the time for both Isaiah and, and Aaron. And Bobby Cole is out there trying to kill folks. So he's my I favorite. was really proud of his effort and what he did. He's my favorite football player, Coach. Bobby Cole is my favorite football player. Here at the show, we've been calling him the hashtag Coling Ball. Yes, which I love. Well, it looks like Aaron Dumas is trying to take that title from him the way he got that gotten into the end zone. Coach, well, you know what? They can they can be bowling balls, calling balls together because he's lead blocking for Aaron right now, and it's a heck of a combination. Uh, star, star TV and radio, KOB's very own Brandon Ortega was on the show yesterday, Coach, and he asked me to ask you about uh, Aaron Dumas. He was said uh, El Paso guy, right? And he was talking about how he came out in the spring and how he committed to the program early, and talking about like how you guys were able to recruit him during COVID-19. Do you think that was an edge to getting like such like a dynamic, like skill position player in you guys being so centered to where he was? Cause if he had like a full season to play, there'd have been a nationwide worth of eyes on him. Oh, I'm, I'm completely with you. I think that really helped us significantly. He had about four or five games at the end of the season that were canceled due to COVID. He was leading the state of Texas in rushing yards in all levels for high school Texas football. So I thought that was a big deal. Now, he made his commitment to us early, and he stuck with it, which is a really cool deal. He got here in the spring, and, I mean, I had to send him home in May so he could attend his fall, his senior prom, his senior uh, week of all those festivities because I thought that was really important. So he really did do a lot for us, and it helped him, obviously, being here in the spring. Coach, we know how much you love the city. We know how much you love this program. And above all, we know how hard you work for this program. This is your week off. Are you taking a day off? Good question. Well, unfortunately, I was hoping I was going to be out there at uh, Rio Rancho Cleveland and doing some recruiting and stuff tomorrow night. But we've actually got a big event for the university. It's our uh, fall. They usually do it in the summer, but it's our fall gala where we can actually 
earns our uh, fundraise some money for our athletic department for our programs and it's a big deal i mean we we try and get to around three hundred fifty thousand dollars so there's going to be a big event tomorrow night that uh i mean so you'll laugh at this i go everywhere in shorts it's who i am it's what i do <laughs> yeah well i've been i've received numerous emails about this is a black tie affair dress code Coach G, yeah. can you please wear some pants and my wife actually my wife has bought a beautiful dress and she's getting all fancied up and she goes if you go if you wear shorts we're gonna have a problem <laughs> so if you want to see me in pants basically i'm dressing up for halloween tomorrow night two days early we need you to settle one argument coach before we let you go is candy corn an actual candy I hate it. Same. Don't even bring yeah, it up. Okay. I can't stand it. Thank you. We needed that kind of pause, and we needed that kind of understanding in our lives. Coach Danny Gonzalez of your UNM Lobos, thank you so very much for your time, my friend. Oh, guys, I thank you. I appreciate you having me on all week. I look forward to it. Thank you, guys. Have a happy Halloween. Stay safe. If you see any of my football players out, shoot me a text. I'll, I'll meet you down there. We'll handle it. Thanks, guys. Go Lobos. Hey, appreciate you, Coach. He's too fun. He's too fun. Great interview, man. Never get sick of Coach no, G. he's a world of talent. Let's go to break. When we get back, more Mike and Forty. We're going to wrap this thing up. Today's varsity is the varsity of, what was it? Physically impaired athletes. Okay. That was today's varsity. It's ABQ Central on 95.9. Back on the program. Big thank you to Coach Danny Gonzalez who joined us. Coach Danny Gonzalez is in the consensus that candy corn is not actually candy. It's not corn either. No, it's nothing. It's chemicals. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's plastic adjacent. Yeah, it'll survive in your body for a lifetime. I have an idea that... They made a lifetime supply. Who is they? Candy corn. Big candy corn. Okay. here's <laughs> hey, It's a QAnon hour with Van Nunley. Here we go. Uh, so big uh, candy corn. One day in like 1968, mm-hmm. this made a lifetime supply of candy corn. And that's all that's existed this whole time. It's the same candy corn that's always existed because no one eats that garbage. It always tastes the same. That's how they get you. He's Stay. right. He's right. Because it reminds you of, like, JFK's assassination. Like, I don't understand conspiracy van. Like, what is so exciting about it? I didn't say anything was exciting. Oh, I thought you said 1969. 68. 68. Oh, I screwed that joke up. Never mind. I'll go uh, way back. That's okay. Welcome okay. to the program on the Quan's Auto Care Hotline, friend of the show, Howard. Howard, how are you, my friend? I am doing wonderful. How are you guys? I feel good. I'm, I'm, I'm a high 7 or 8 right now. But I'm not a 10 because Van has returned from his World Series flu, and that has brought me down morally and emotionally and spiritually. That's well, half, you know, true. I love me some Coach Gonzalez, but Same. I have a much more serious subject that we need to touch on here and mental health. Yep, I'm ready. And I'm concerned concerned about the mental health of my little buddy there, Van. Same. <laughs> okay. Yes, 100% we're on the same page with this, Howard. When did you first did notice you the telltale signs? <laughs> well, you know, just due to the lack of, you know, he completely shut down after the, you know, shocking first game victory by um, by our uh, beloved Braves. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and, and you know, Van, this is serious stuff. When you, you just, you know, go total communication cutoff. Yeah, that's weird. You know what? Vital was getting ready to get on the phone and call Creamland and get your face on the side of a milk carton. Would you have liked that, man? Well, I was texting both of them the whole time. They knew where I was. And I was sick Sunday and Monday, too. Allegedly, Howard, he was. So I asked Van to share his location with me so I could check up with him. But he doesn't have an Apple phone. He only has an Android. That's correct. So I couldn't couldn't tell if he was safe or not. Finally, something true. Well played. Well, I was just a little concerned because, you know, first we have he's having issues with his divot. And then, (laughs) you know, and then. And then he gets the shocking news that his partner in crime, his, you know, his uh, conspirator there on the 
afternoon show yes. is going to leave and chase the childhood dream of being a meteorologist. That's and then what... the Astros lose on top of that. Uh, Howard, everything you're saying, I think, like clinically, is 100% like analysis correct. I think the I'm di- just worried yeah. about you, Van. Well, I really do. I really do appreciate the concern, but I would have appreciated some concern during my hiatus, not after the fact. <laughs> well, you you're were no, reachable. You're no friend of the show. You didn't try to reach out while I was on my deathbed. <laughs> oh, you you feign some concern now. I see how it is. Well, well, you have a point there. You could have uh, <laughs> already jumped off that cliff by the time I reached out to you, right? I was I was too tired and sick to yell at my television to inspire the Astros to a comeback, but they made up for it again too. Well, yeah, well, it's going to be a rough week on you from here on out. I I have a feeling. Well, and everyone knows so, uh, Howard has we'll been a fan. See how that goes, but Howard, you've been a fan of the what? Braves since nineteenth uh, of October, yeah. right? Uh-huh. So you, for a long no, time. No, 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 no. Let's clear the air here. I've been a fan of the Braves since I grew up in a small northern town. From here, uh, Bernalillo, New Mexico, when the only super stations you got were TBS and you got WGN. Oh, gross. So I was dedicated to TBS just for the simple fact that, uh, you know, I I could watch wrestling on there, too. Ric Flair, woo! You know, and uh, all that good stuff, you know. So was that a good woo? (laughs) So, Mike, here, I got a question for you. Uh, Team of the decade of the 90s. That was up for debate for a little while till the Yankees beat you guys twice. Where do you fall on that? Just curious. Nice. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was rough. Yeah, no, I just, it was low hanging fruit. You, you really. do not disturb the keeper of the uh, production. You do not do that. That's a very taboo thing to do. Mike Vitell holds your broadcast lives in the palm of his hand. Yeah, I think he's okay with it. I mean, reality is, is undeniable here. You know, I love talking to you guys. Let's go, Atlanta Braves. Give me, give me the lowdown. Who's winning tonight, guys? Well, no, it's tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, no game tonight. They're on airplanes. No, yeah. no, 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 no. We're but all the more winners tonight. Stuff, NFL. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, God, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we're going to talk about it at the five thirty segment. Literally but, next segment. Yeah, literally hang, next. Hang five. Yeah, minutes. five minutes. We're going to throw out some jokes and then we'll throw out some predictions. I will listen. Vital, I love you, man, but go Cardinals. That's, Later, guys. That's what, that, yes, hard yes from Howard. Speaking of, double-A minor league pitcher Dalton Roach for the St. Louis Cardinals was attacked by a bear last month, and it's just now making the news. <laughs> Why did that take a month to be news? <laughs> he was up in a tree stand. The bear came up the tree to get – you're the worst hunter ever, right? If you can't protect yourself from higher ground in a tree. With a weapon. <laughs> well, first off, before we say it's a bear attack, what was he wearing? He, Okay. That's how you feel? That's was where he, you're going to go with dress, this? Was he dressed like a tree? I mean, come on now. He was asking for it. Okay. That's, that's not the hot take. The hot take is not, was he wearing hot hunter orange? <laughs> I mean, if he was on the pitcher's mound, that would have been a much more interesting okay, story. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But like a like a Borat bear released at a baseball diamond. He said in a quote that he saw the bear, took a photo of the bear, then looked down in his pocket to put his phone away. And by the time he put his phone away, the bear had climbed all the way up the tree and pawed him. 
Uh, I heard it was an Android, so that was that's the problem. That's the problem. Hey, yeah. Funny thing was, he plays for the Cardinals, and he got a attacked cub. by a cub. Okay, that's, uh, I just hate everything that you ever say. Hey, by the way, <laughs> so bear advice, loyal listener. Yeah, if it's black, fight back. Yes, but if it's if brown, it, if it's brown, lay down. Lay down. Everyone knows that. If Flush it's it white, down. say good night. Because you're done for. You're done. Yeah. It'll just eat you alive. And if it's koala, holla, holla. I don't know if that's a real one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. You guys are good. It's well, it's our first I've learned so much here. <laughs> Let's grab a break. When we get back, Thursday Night Football preview. The Green Bay Packers are about to beat the Arizona Cardinals. Or what? 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. The boys are back. Mike Conforti has been with us this entire program. I thought you'd be out after 20 minutes. I thought I didn't know you'd last this week. You guys are just infectious. I can't okay. bear to leave. We so in the, actually this whole thing's been an audition for us to host uh, live music at the library. We just we want to cut it up. We want to do roast battles. We want to. It's a whole thing here. So we're just all right. Pitch me. This, all right. Uh, here's the pitch. Uh, me and Van going. Oh, on air. Her. Okay, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, we're just gonna build it out. <laughs> We go in front of a group of people that don't know who we are, and me and Van make fun of each other at a personal level, and hopefully it connects with the listener as we're bringing into a broad sense all the way down to the time I got a bad haircut in junior high. Yeah, no, that's not too specific. That's great. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say on air is legally binding, by the way. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I'm watching should, what I this say. This is the same as a contract. I think. Yeah, no, I think I'm already I, in, huh? I think. I, I don't, I'm, there's no way I out. Would, I would like I, <laughs> something. I know anytime that I talk about like Ray Lewis, I have to say the words allegedly. I know yeah. that's a law. Yeah, well, that's sure. pretty much standard. So I don't really know otherwise. <laughs> Speaking of football, there's some tonight, and that's why we're off at six o'clock. Your Arizona Cardinals van are going to play against the Green Bay Packers. Well, I suppose they are my Arizona Cardinals this week. Because I did pick them in my pick them league. Are you serious? Against your own team? Are you Against messing with my own team? Yeah. Because it's in Glendale. It's in Glendale, and the uh, Packers' three best wide receivers are out. Who are they? Devontae Adams. Never heard Devontae of Adams. And uh, Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard. And St. Ignatius Brown Valdez. What's the last one? Say it again. St. Ignatius MVS, Brown, yes. MVS, Marquez, Valdez, Scandling. All right, so hold on. They're all three out. So two of these guys... Have law firms for names? <laughs> Correct. All right, give it to me again. Pretty much. So, Devontae Adams, you know him. That's a regular one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then Lazard and Lazard, attorneys at law. <laughs> and then the law offices of Marquez, Valdez, and Scantling. That's, okay, that's unacceptable. Yeah. Wow. Those are real people. You know only serial killers have middle names. Have we talked about this? Oh, okay. Van Allen Nunley that I go by <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it's good you have an outlet. Thank you. Mike, you uh, you're oh, like a you're a middle class white guy, uh, a middle class white guy in America. Yeah, you're profiled. Yeah, with three names. Oh my God. Okay, I'm on a list. <laughs> Mike, you ever put a little skin in the game? You ever put you ever put a couple dollars on it? On what the foosball? Yeah, not in some time. So I it's the only way I can really enjoy football. I'm gonna be honest. I talk about this often with the oh okay. Yeah, I don't have like an obsession with the game. Like I don't love football. But I do love watching football when I got a couple bucks on it. I like, and I'm not talking a lot. I'm talking like. So you love gambling? That's a whole other problem and issue. But go ahead. I mean, what you call a problem, I call an addiction. (laughs) (laughs) We took a month off of our alcoholism, though. Which is what are we going to replace it with? Yeah, Yeah, no, you got to sublimate. 
So I'm, I mean, I'm a guy who likes my vices. <laughs> the Cardinals uh, by six and a half tonight. The over under is fifty in Glendale. That's a lot. It's so many points. That's so many points <laughs> against Aaron Rodgers. Yes, the Packers were in the NFC Championship last year. They've won six games, and I think Coldwell six and a half is a lot. And you just told me Coldwell Banker legacy is out tonight. So who is going to step up? <laughs> To, like, even bring in a single pass. Well, they still got Greg Kittle understudy, Robert Tanyan, at okay. tight end. Why do you know that? I know all this stuff. God, that's so... I, I'm the host of a sports talk radio show, Fred. You I have heard... to know all this stuff. If he made that up, would you have known? And they oh, got... gosh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would just be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they have um, undefeated against Father Time, Randall Cobb. He's going to get a lot of passes tonight. University of Kentucky grab Randall Cobb. That is correct. Wow, look at that He's still playing. And then two other guys. (laughs) (laughs) Both wearing teens. (laughs) Uh, So here's the pick. I got it. Are you ready? Yeah. Cardinals at home with the points, but keep it under 50. That's my call. Cardinals are going to better six and a half and keep it under? That's how Uh, I feel. Over. No, no. I'm I'm looking at like a... I'm looking at like a 28, like 13, 28, 14 kind of thing. Wow, that's impressive. I think they're both going to light it up. Oh, okay. Aaron Rodgers doesn't need all of his top flight wide receivers to light it up. He's going to be fine. The Packers are going to put up points. They still have a good running game. They still have four out of their five offensive linemen. They're, I mean, they're, they'll be fine. But Arizona Cardinals, as well as airplane at home, Number one, I wouldn't bet on this, but if I did, I would have to take Packers and points, but Cardinals money line and the over. Michael, what are you doing tonight? I'm still going to go under. I I think Aaron Rodgers may try too hard. He may force a couple of passes, and uh, they're going to run. They're going to eat a lot of clock. There's that, which will also keep the score down. So you know, I'll, I'll let's say uh, I still go with Arizona, given the points, but I would go under. Are you taking this parlay as I give it to you? Passing touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers, 1.5. Over. Okay. Over. Passing touchdowns for Kyler Murray, 2.5. Over. Rushing mm-hmm. touchdowns for Kyler Murray, 0. 0.5. Okay, that's tricky. I know. Because if he's going to get a rushing touchdown, that's going to take away from one of his passing touchdowns. I'd go under because just odds are. Okay. I So over, over on the pass, under on the rush, that's a good parlay. Because now your money's out there. Now you're really playing. This is real gambler talk. Well, you t- well, that's the only thing that keeps me interested. No, yeah, clearly you're interested. I don't care how many total yards Aaron Jones has if the Packers win. I care how many total yards Aaron Jones has if I put money on it. This, I mean, this is a good time for the Cardinals, <laughs> who have been throwing the ball all over the place, and Kyler's been running all over the place. This would be a good moment on a short week for them to really flex their running game. Like Chase Edmond? Yeah, Chase Edmonds yeah. and then James Conner, like those, the two-headed monster that the Cardinals have. Because the Packers are definitely going to run. I mean, Packers are going to have a, a run-heavy approach this game with all those wide receivers out, probably do a lot of play action off of it. Now, in the most, um, well, unenthusiastic and no reason to even build it up prediction of the entire year, Mike Vitale, who you got tonight? <laughs> go Pack Go. Yeah, yeah go baby. Pack. Just – and they're going to run the ball. You're right, Van. They got uh, ProFootballReference.com as the Packers' fourth best offensive line in the league. They're going to do that, and I think they'll swing Jones out of the backfield with a lot of catches. You want to talk to me about my linebackers too? You want to talk to me about other stuff I don't care about? You want to talk <laughs> hey, to me? About, 
I got no skin in the game like you do, so that's why I go that route. Skill, skill positions only on this program. Vital, does A.J. Dillon pass the eye test or what? Who is that? He looks like a <laughs> – Oh, he's yeah, he's like the Tony Pollard for the Packers. He's got a different kind of run skill set. Well, I think he's like the bigger pounder guy. He's like a like when you order Derrick Henry on Wish. That's a good like that's, that's a very yeah, good one. It's true. Yeah. He's a poor man's Derrick Henry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. I like him a lot. I think he can do some cool stuff. Uh, take him in your your uh, DraftKings. I don't know if that's a good. You gotta get him on the cheap tonight. They, of course, you can get everyone on the cheap tonight because the only person on Green Bay is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Sure. And he owns Chicago, and unfortunately, they're in Phoenix. Yeah. So it doesn't apply. Doesn't Car- apply at all. Car- the yeah, Cardinals gotcha. are going to lose at some point. They'll lose tonight. I mean, that's, it'd be a, a good a time as ever. You know, the Packers are a very good football team. So the Packers have they won six of them in a people, row. People have Packer fatigue. Am I right? What like is that? Because they're just they've been good for so long. Two of the last three years in the like, NFC Championship. Guys, they game. haven't won a Super Bowl in eleven years. But they're, but they're still they're good still every one year. Of the higher level teams. They were in the NFC Championship okay. game last year. Way to be at the top of the losers. Okay, Final Four is very important. To who? The UCLA, the third and fourth place team. Hey, <laughs> so Mike just hit it on the head though. It's important to you too, Packer fans. It's important to no one else. Literally no one. No one get, No one has cared about the Green Bay Packers since Najee Davenport was I'll, fumbling on goal lines. How many fans would love to have their team three out of the last four years being in an NFC Championship game Houston or Astros fighting fan. for a Super Bowl? Yeah, me. That's the thing about Van. He's a front runner. He don't even care about sports. <laughs> wow. It's true. <laughs> it's my first day. <laughs> Mike, how long have you been a Yankees fan? Oh, I'm like. Third generation, fourth generation. Yeah, I mean, nothing you can't escape it. No, it wouldn't have been a choice. It's in the blood. Yeah, same. Yeah. Being a Packer fan, that's how what? it is. You think it's, just because you're from Wisconsin? No, it's, it's just 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 as more, if not even more intense than the Yankees. Well, I, I became a Packer Wait, what? fan by choice. No, I think there's a there's a history to the Yankees, and the Green Bay Packers are just come lately. Yeah, 27 championships versus uh, Green Bay has the most championships in NFL history with 13. No, you're counting the NFL championships. The, yeah, the NFL is a much more popular yeah. sport than and you're, and you're counting League World Baseball. Series before yeah. Jackie Robinson. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of them. Oh, 70s, 90s. I've seen my I've seen nine wins myself. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> you know, I'm, oh, I'm saying that's pretty good. Baseball doesn't count before Jackie Robinson. Babe Ruth was awesome. Ty Cobb. Whatever. Character-wise, he was on like Vital's list of favorite people. Yeah. Baseball. Don't talk to me about baseball before everyone got to play baseball. Well, that's how the NFL was the same way. No, it wasn't. What? You know what year it was? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, they had like three people major. of color for a while there, but that doesn't count. Yeah. yeah. Baseballs Only... definitely broke the ground. I think it was like it was like '88 before Doug Williams got a chance to even play in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Is that right? That's got to be close because we. I mean, I I always talk to Joe Theismann every chance I get. Just because that's the first guy you could think of doesn't mean he broke the color barrier in yeah, NFL. Quarterback for the. I mean, he's not. They made Warren Moon play in the AFL or whatever. Can- Canada. Yeah. <laughs> he can't do it. Well, here's the thing: he could do it. And by the way, here's an example of it tonight. And your boy Kyler Murray, who's the best at it. Oh, he's so good this year. He is legit fun to watch. Yeah, and he runs so weird. Have you seen like his? He doesn't bend his knees or his ankles. Like he just like flicks. Like, like you, how Mario jumps. Like you're, like you're trying Scuffle. to warm up some scissors. Yeah. Oh, I hate. Like he's on. Do you know? Do you know like when a dad pulls out the tongs when he's barbecuing and he 
flexes the tongs like I, that. Clickety click. You yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's how Kyler Murray runs. His just legs just go. I love that. Like like he's trying to fight Donkey Kong. Yeah, he, he, it's like he doesn't have <laughs> knees. Today's varsity. When we get back, this is the varsity of physically impaired athletes, fam. Okay. All right. So this one's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Mike and Forty, we're going to wrap it up after this. It's ABQ Central on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. From the texter, Van is a real life Grandpa Joe. Love that. Obviously, that's referencing how you skip work just because you want to, and you gaslight everyone else into thinking that it's because you had an actual illness, but in all reality, it's just because you were sad over your Houston Astros. Okay, well, if that was true, and it's not, I would have, I would not have been sick Sunday and Monday, the two days before the loss in game one. Okay. But I was allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly Thank yeah. you, Michael. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Mike and Forty joined You're starting to get it. <laughs> Mike Conforti joined us all episode long. He is the owner slash often operator slash door guy slash security slash barback slash janitor of the library bar and grill. I did some mopping this weekend, so yeah, all of that. So after the place was hopping, you were out a mopping. Well done. Because the crowd was a stopping at a certain hour of night. Oh, you're still going. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Did that joke start a flopping? The big, another big thank you to Danny Gonzalez, who joined us, head coach of the UNM Lobos. Um, he is so fun and entertaining, and I enjoy him greatly. And a big thank you to the bear that attacked that guy. <laughs> Today's varsity is the varsity of, like, physically impaired athletes. Sure. Okay, so we were talking about Jim Abbott earlier because you were a big Yankees guy, Mike. Right. And you were saying Jim Abbott, Jim Abbott going from stub to glove is at or near the most impressive thing you've ever seen. Yeah, he does that underarm tuck with the glove and then flips it onto his one good hand so he can field his position. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's incredible. Yeah. I put it near the top. So that's what spurred today's varsity. Uh, the varsity is obviously our decision on if, it, if a suggestion is of the varsity level or the JV level. And we're going to go with the varsity. Van, do you want me to go first? You go first. Go ahead, buddy. All right, so I'm going to go with Kerry Von Erich. Kerry Von Erich was a professional wrestler with the Flying Von Erichs. Okay. And the Von Erich rule is when anyone in your family can represent the tag team championship belt. So in a car accident, he had his foot amputated and then went on to wrestle without telling anyone for years, but just wore high boots with a fake foot. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Kerry Von Erich on the list of athletes who were able to successfully overcome physical ailment. When to win was this guy wrestling? I like the 80s. The 80s. That's very impressive. Yep. Wow. Okay. So first on my I-9 varsity of Uh, athletes with uh, a disability. uh Is that what we're calling it? I just said physical impairment. But if you want to say disability. Okay. Impairments. Yes. We'll call them impairments. Okay. A up-and-coming nobody just used to help out the football team, but little did they know. The coaching squad had a superstar in their hands. Okay, you're about to talk about Waterboy. A young man named Bobby Boucher (laughs) (laughs) stormed onto the scene being a stud football player. Uh Uh-huh. And he overcame his speech impediment. And I'm not sure if he had a speech impediment or he was just Cajun. But whatever it was, (laughs) he overcame it and at all odds was successful. For the Louisiana State University fighting whatevers? Yep, exactly that. All right, I think that's a very good one. Thank you. I would put that on the varsity. Michael, do you have one? I think earlier I threw out uh, three-finger Mordecai Brown. Okay, that's a very good one. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, how much backstory I can give you, I should have done a little more research. But I did watch Ken Burns' documentary, so you know I know enough. Baseball. Baseball, and he was a pitcher, and he could uh, devastate you with the movement on his pitches. 
using the advantage of having fingers gripping in different right. pressure points. Also, I heard through the grapevine, allegedly very impressive on date night. So I'm gonna go with <laughs> I'm gonna go with Jim Ross. Jim Ross is a play-by-play analysis for now the AEW, but formerly WWE. He does all the action, but suffer of a Bell's palsy. No way. Yeah, so he overcame Bell's palsy and can still broadcast to the highest level um, athletics of pro wrestling style. So Jim Ross to me is is on the list of of athletes who overcome physical impairment. Really. <laughs> that's not bad. No, he had a Bell's palsy. That's not. That's, okay, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to offend. Bad, so, yeah, I, no, fantastic. I'm a, I'm a Bell's palsy survivor. I will oh, show so you. It hits home. All I right. will show you pictures. It's laughable. Next on my I nine varsity uh-huh. of athletes with impediments, I'm going to go with this uh, up and coming nobody from the streets of Philadelphia. Oh gosh, up and coming nobody who eventually rose to the top of the boxing yeah stratosphere. Uh huh. A young Robert Balboa Jr. Yeah, you called him Robert. Some people refer to him as Rocky. Yeah, lots of people do. He made it. Regardless. A heavyweight championship. With a speech impediment. With a horrible speech yeah, impediment. Okay. Have you heard him talk? Yes. It's, There's no way. Yo, Adrian. How, how did his trainer know what he was saying? That must have been a huge impediment. impediment his in na- a, well, his name's Mickey. Yeah. Mickey wasn't a good listener so, anyway. Shout out to Rocky, too. For beating that. Okay, that's well. He also beat Ivan Drago, which was far yeah, more impressive. Yeah. Michael, do you have another one? Jeez, I didn't know we were going to. Uh, <laughs> I wish I knew we were allowed to do that. Otherwise, I would have. Uh, oh, you can do whatever you want. Hey, you right? follow your heart. Yeah, I'm like real athletes. Oh, we've got wrestling and fictional characters, so um, I might have to pass on. Okay, well, pass which is on to you? Which is understood because I have my final and the best I think on the varsity is one Brock Lesnar who suffered for diverticulitis, where they had to cut out all of his intestines to overcome a stomach ailment, and then he went on to become WWE champion by beating John Cena with 15 suplexes in a row at SummerSlam, and there's nothing that he who could not be seen could do, so Brock Lesnar arguably the greatest athlete to overcome physical impairment. What was the impairment again? I forgot. Diverticulitis. 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 He had a hurt tummy. Well, I mean, it's... Did he have a colostomy bag? Did he do it with a colostomy bag? I, well, I, I would, I've seen him often without a shirt on, and I don't know if I saw the scarring. Because that would be impressive. Yeah, which, I mean, you keep it plugged in, it should be fine. All right. All right, next on my I-9 varsity of, course, of, of yeah. athletes who overcome impediments. Uh-huh. Aging wrestler Randy the Ram Robinson oh, is long past stealing prime, your thunder. Yes. But still ready and raring to go to the pro wrestling uh, circuit. Uh-huh. Another Mickey reference here. We're talking about Mickey Rourke. Yes. Is uh, also, oh boy. also overcame a speech impediment. <sighs> what, what, what was he saying in that movie? I don't I understand a single word he said. He was just telling Marissa Tomei how much he cared for her, and he I totally can relate. Couldn't to that. hear a single word he was saying. He had a lot of surgery. Good program today. A good one, right? Arguably the best. This is the best one yet. I think the best one we've done today. That's fair. Michael Conforti, uh, owner, operator, and everything that is the library downtown. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Any final words on the library? Uh, come down and see us. We are uh, 17 years young and the longest running nightclub in the state, from what I understand. Oh, my so, gosh. Kind of cool. Sweet. 17 years is the longest relationship Van's ever had, too. So Yeah, it would beat me. Van, any final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.